standby passengers, see me at the podium of your city center. Non-Rev Lounge is a travel and aviation podcast. Monique, Laura, and Tyler are three friends that work for a major airline as gate agent, flight attendant, and ramp worker. During this podcast, they will discuss using their flight benefits to travel the world as well as talk about things that happen at work. They have guests on almost every week to share their travels and stories, leaving tips on the best places to travel or things to do. Enjoy. Welcome to the Non-Rev Lounge. We've got the three of us here today. Pretty excited to all be back together. It's just the three of us. Yeah. We haven't uh, recorded in a few weeks because we had the, the Chicago bank we've been using. So That was really fun. I loved Chicago. Yeah, that was a fun trip. Yeah, it was good to see everyone there. We had a good turnout. Yeah, it was really fun. A little cold, but it was fun. It was perfect, though, because if you remember what we did the first, first week of March, and then the next week spring break hit. You're right. Do you remember that? Uh-huh. And I remember looking at the flights the next weekend and be like, no one would have made it from anywhere. And we, all of us made it. That Some people said that the flights were a little bit, but I mean, everyone that tried to say where they're going to come, I think came. But the next weekend, like it wouldn't have happened. And for the probably the last four weekends, it would have been tough. So it was kind of the perfect time, even though, because we had, we had a really nice day. When we recorded with Saturday Seb. was really nice. Yeah. It, the, Seb was saying it was like the hottest day in Chicago. Yeah. That year or something like that. And then like two days later, like we were in a snowstorm. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, that was fun. And uh, it was the perfect timing. It was still March, but still, but before things got crazy. So it was a fun trip. Well, and it just snowed in Chicago just the other day. Again? Well, yeah, yeah. Like Zachy sent us a picture of like our screenshot of the weather or something like that. And it was like 33 degrees and snowing. And we were I was like, oh. Yeah. So we're laying out by the pool in Phoenix. I was like, this well, is way what, better. What Kyle had on his Instagram, who was, uh, I think it was yesterday, the day before of snowing. Kyle Chang yeah. from Clubhouse. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, we kind of got the perfect time, I think, for non riving in and out. And weather is what it was for March in Chicago. But yeah, it was perfect. But uh, it was fun having everyone there. We had a good turnout, though. Well, how about we go around and kind of tell everyone what we've kind of been up to the last month? Since Chicago? Yeah, since Chicago. You want to go first? Um, not much. We announced in Chicago that you were engaged. How is that going? Good. Yeah, we got the save the dates out. So planning's slowly starting, but it's it's starting. Yeah, so we're I'm so excited. I, I can't wait to pick out my bridesmaid's dress. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what you got on, it's pretty close to some of our colors. Oh, there you that, go. That pink kind of color. So <laughs> yeah, so it's fun to kind of get the we're looking at colors and just different ideas of yeah. what we want to do for it. So it's coming along. Can can we say it's a beachfront wedding? Yeah. So it's a beach wedding. I think that's so cool. Yeah. So we're doing it down in Mexico because, well, we looked at Orange County, trying to get like a house on the beach there, and we're way too poor for that. $4,000. <laughs> yeah, like a night. It was ridiculous to, to house kind of everyone we wanted. And so we thought, well, Mexico kind of sounds fun, and it's more in our price range. And Tijuana. And Tijuana. <laughs> Tijuana. <laughs> well... It's not quite Tijuana, but I've never been to this part of Mexico before. So that's what we don't fly there. So I've never been either because I'm such a. So I I was looking and I think they do have an airport, but I don't think it's like a commercial airport. No. Okay. No. no. Yeah. Laura knows. Because I did go, oh, there's an airport there. It's kind of like where people from Arizona go, right? I think so. As soon as we moved, I moved down here, I remember hearing about Rocky Point. They went down there. Yeah. Like yeah. Every, everyone around here does it. Yeah. It's like the thing to do. I think it's like four hours and you get to the ocean. 
and it's inexpensive and it's beautiful. And you're in another country, you're in a foreign country. So, and it feels like it. Because that's cheap, or that's even closer than like San Diego, right? Oh, yeah. Same uh-huh. hour shorter, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that'd be nice. Yeah. So I'm excited. Hopefully, we'll have a bunch of family and friends all together for a couple of days, just hanging on the beach, and we'll say some vows and cute things one night, and then we'll be done. Yeah. Okay. Yay. Yeah. What about you, Laura? What's, what's been new with you this last month? I have just been working. That's it. I did. I put in. You're working a lot. I was working a lot. You are working a lot. Uh I don't know how that happened. But Dave got your password and he was picking up trips. Yeah, my husband was putting trips. How are things with you and Dave? Yeah. (laughs) Jeez, I got all these trips. (laughs) I did sneak off to Richmond, Virginia to see my daughter. So happy to deliver her Christmas gifts in March. (laughs) Yes. Santa got lost. (laughs) Yes. I had a good time and um, I always loved being there in Richmond. There's so much to do. But then this last week, I had two back-to-back trips to Philadelphia. And coming back from Philadelphia the first time, we only had 70 passengers on a plane that holds like 190. Uh Is that shocking? Did you you come back on the really late night, Philly? We land at 7.30 at night in Phoenix. So so it could have still connected things. Yeah, Uh we're self-connections. Okay. Okay, so the very first week I was there, nobody wanted to go with me. I wanted to go down to Reading Terminal, which is like a little place where they have tons of restaurants. Oh, fun. Yeah, really. It's like a fair. Okay. You know, in there. So nobody wanted to come with me. So I Ubered. And it was so cold. So I Ubered down there myself. And they have a Primark store there, which is like, they've. it's from London. And they have all these really fun things in there. Aww. So I bought you and Tani those hats. Yeah. I guess we can say it. Yeah. They're so cute. They're, they're beach hats and they say bride on them. And so I was super excited about them. So, but they were so big, I couldn't put them in my suitcase. I put them in a brown bag, the Primark bag. And I put my name on the side of it and I put it right next to my suitcase. Well, that was Tuesday. And I come home Tuesday night. The next day, Wednesday, I get ready to go back to to Philly and now I'm flying with my girlfriend Jackie so we go back to Philly and she and the other girl Sherry they want to come to Primark so we do the lunch thing at Reading Terminal and then we go back to Primark and I show Jackie the hats and she's like oh those are so cute we're like so excited then we're leaving Philadelphia and there's a storm coming in so the captain's like let's just hurry up and so we get all the way to the end of the runway we're like number one for takeoff and then boom close close the airport Uh. so we're sitting there at the end of the runway 100% 100% full and we've got all these connections on there and of course they're all ringing their do- their little bell oh, what do we do what do we do and I'm like okay you can do nothing so we'll just yeah, wait at this point yeah there's, there is nothing to do uh-huh. so we finally take off and now we've got headwinds and so anyway to make a long story short we're supposed to land at 7.30 we landed at 8.30 and people were running off the plane and they were really good the people the Phoenix people were really good about staying in their seats and letting the connections off first oh, that is good normally yeah. I feel like they don't no but I always get on the PA and I say something about karma karma really does keep them in their seats and so then everybody ran off okay so that was thursday night so friday morning i'm doing a sacramento turn and so i'm in the shower and all of a sudden i'm like what whatever happened to mo's hat what what i do with those hats i can't find them anywhere (laughs) so i go to i go to get on the plane in sacramento from phoenix to sacramento and i'm standing there at the door and i'm saying hello 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 and sure enough here comes all my passengers from the night before from the (laughs) night before and they're all wearing the same clothes meanwhile one of the flight tents was running around telling them all oh don't worry i'm gonna put you up in a hotel and i'm like no they will not stop saying that for weather they won't it's weather They will not. Or ATC, even if it's, if it's ATC or if it's weather. Yeah, they're not going to air traffic control. They won't. It's weather. So they won't. So she goes, oh, no. And I go, yeah, stop saying that. <laughs> so, you're making Malik's, Malik's life hard. 
Yeah, yeah and we're always like, why would they ever say that? <sighs> they would she never say thinking. that. These Jackie. People. Jackie. <laughs> and so, anyway, so then I had them. But So then when I got off the plane, when I got back from Sacramento and I got off the plane, which, by the way, I only had to work one leg to Sacramento and then I got to deadhead home. And that doesn't make sense either, but I loved it. I went down to, I, I texted Mo and I said, where's Lost and Found? Because, of course, you know, I've only been here how many years? I don't know where it is. <laughs> and she tells me, I go down there. I wait in line because there's a line. Oh, I bet, yeah. And I get up there and I explain to the guy, it's a brown paper bag. It says Primark. It has white hats in there that say Bride on it. And he just turns around walks away back into this, like, little warehouse thing. And he comes back holding my bag. That's so exciting. It was like, and I'm like, where did... Where did, and it says my flight number and the, the routing on there. It says Philly Phoenix. And I'm like, oh, so I must have, it fell off my bag or something. Because I remember loading it onto my baggage. So it must have fallen off. It's, but yeah, can you believe I got it back? I can't believe I got it back. That's nice. Was it in the baggage service office when you uh-huh. got it back? So I, I would say next time, just tell them, say, our rampers are really slow. So the Phoenix people could just sit because you're going to be a while for your bags. That's a, <laughs> that's a Brittany would say. She always writes me, how come you got yourself slow getting your bags back? I said, I don't know. We have a lot of new hires. Okay, so now I have a funny story for Mo. Yeah, I'm about, ready. Okay, so I was flying with this flight to the, the in Philly, and she said, "She goes, I was on reserve, and they called me to work number one position, first class, twenty passengers, and everything's back now: hot towels, hot nuts, you know, the entrees, and dessert, ice cream dessert." She said, "I and." It was her decision not to do a pre-departure drink, so she just served water to everybody. And mm-hmm. see, now I think that's a mistake, but that's, that's Is that just a, me. a policy or up to the flight attendant to decide? Well, you should always do a full pre-departure unless you're short on time okay. and you like you just want to get the door the closed and let's get out of here. So, but she had time, but it was twenty passengers and it was daunting, and she was on reserve and she chose not to do it. So then, once you're up in the air, they all want cocktails. And it's a dinner service. And yeah, she was sure. just done. It was coming into Phoenix. And so she's running drinks and she never got a chance to sit down. She's, and she was like on row three, re- giving them their food. And row one goes, we need more drinks. And she's like, can't you see? I'm just the only person here. And there's 20 of you. And just me, yeah, I'm doing the best I can. So she was just losing it. So then they land in Phoenix. She's never had a chance to sit down. They land in Phoenix. They taxi to the gate and they're waiting. And he, Jetway is taking forever. And, you know, people are all standing up behind her and they're crowding her at the front door. They're crowding, crowding, crowding. And she's got sweat pouring down and she's just so mad at herself because she's got this horrible day. And she's looking out the window and the the gate agent up and back, up and back, (laughs) up and back with the jetway. And it finally comes up. I'm talking 10 minutes. Like it was so long that the captain came on and made an announcement saying that she's trying to get the jetway just right. So please be patient. (laughs) Yeah. So she, she gets the jetway hooked up and then the procedure is they stick their head in the little window and you see them and you give them a thumbs up. And Mo, you and I have done it before. A couple yeah. times. Yeah. We've done it a couple times where Mo will come and, op- and get the door for me. So anyway, so the, the <laughs> gate agent comes and sticks her head in the window and, she, and gets super pissed off. and just flips her off. Instead of saying, <laughs> giving her the thumbs up, she flips her off. She told me, she goes, I just flipped her off. And Jackie goes, oh my God, did you get written up? And she goes, oh yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> she goes. It was worth it. It was worth it. I'm like, I'm just opening the door, lady. Like, just <laughs> did you even hear that story? No, I haven't heard that one going around. <laughs> That's funny though. Ay, ay, ay. 
just laugh so hard. <laughs> she had to take it out on someone. Yeah, did, you, did you get written up? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so what's the, the lesson from the, the story to well, that's just like serve pre-departure drinks? Always serve pre-departure drinks. Because if you give them a drink, now they've had one cocktail, they can simmer down. Simmer down. I could see a little bit. Just They're a little more chill at that point. Yeah. A little more calm. Yeah. Because you said that they were like, she was still serving and they were like, Pushing the empty trays at her, right? Yes, and they were pushing empty trays at her. It was it was rough. That's that, yeah, that sounds bad. That'd be tough to do twenty seats for one person. Well, we have what thirty six in business class on this Dreamliner, right? Thirty six, and there's three flight attendants up there. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. But you've, you're the only one that's traveled because yeah, I haven't traveled in a month. I've been working a lot more, but we got back from Chicago, and that's size counting up you know during covid you'd see people be like i haven't flown in like 200 days I was yeah gonna, I, put a, the days. I was gonna put something on twitter i was like i haven't been to the club in like 21 days and i'm going crazy <laughs> <laughs> but I, yeah white's been busy i it's interesting watching the people that do travel like uh brandon mm-hmm. in dallas brandon. like he's still going like every weekend i'm like how are these guys finding flights to have seats open because it seems like our flights have been so full so full lately so yeah, there's a and uh, standby with me. He uh-huh. travels quite a bit still, and so. But uh, yeah, I I have a couple of trips coming up that I'm looking forward to. But also this last week, my in-laws moved in, so we were going to get ready for them to move in. They were on the show. Yeah, we've had them last year. Yeah. So and they told and then if you remember back, they talked about that trip to Germany. They yeah. got canceled. They're, that's coming. They're going to do that this summer, so that's going to be fun for them. Oh, good. Were they going to go see that play? Yeah, the big play in Germany. The, and the play will be, I mean, they'll be able to see it. Yeah, they're right? doing, yeah. Okay. So I was talking to him today, and he said that they have their tickets there, but not back. So they that's still exciting. work on that. But, that is exciting. Yeah, they've been looking forward to that. So but that's been great, getting ready to do that. So And so I've been working a little more, too, but uh, I'm ready to get out and travel. I feel like... I'm kind of hypocritical being a non-rep podcast and I haven't flown in like a month. <laughs> hypocrite. Oh, I'm just, we got to save money. So right now, yeah. traveling's not. But I, I am dreaming, like we're talking about honeymoon places still. And that's it. Tony brought up uh, going, I guess there's a like an island by seattle-ish kind of where you can see orcas oh really during until like through october and we would go in october like out of washington or in seattle like inside no, the bay. like victoria i don't remember what the name of the place was because i was thinking it sounded like kind of where my friend jessica lives by like port angeles i don't know if there was an island oh, okay kind of out there anyway but yeah she said during over the month like and through october you should be able to see orcas and i was like oh, oh that'd be fun yeah but I was like, but if I go and don't see them, I will be really sad. So I don't know. The worst honeymoon ever. <laughs> <laughs> but we were talking with my dad the other day on the phone. And he just kept singing, you guys need to go on a fun, easy trip. But he's not wrong. Fun, easy trip is what yeah. he keeps saying. So that's like our new motto right now. Fun, easy. Well, that's what we, you have the benefits. So you'll have years to go on these big trips too. So just some, yeah. Yeah. It's been fun when I'm at work now that Tyler's working mornings, so I get to see him, like even through the just little window, the window <laughs> of the airplane, and he takes pictures of and videos of my aircraft, and the pilots and the other flight tents love them. Oh, really? Yeah. I was showing one of the flight tents today, or yesterday, the other day on my deadhead. I'm like, look at this, this is a video of our plane taking off. Oh, can you send that to me? Oh, that's fun. Yeah. 
I came out of your plane going to Sacramento the other day. That was it. Yeah, the one you... Yeah. Well, I was out sitting outside as you were boarding. And I don't know. I was number one. So I was actually doing Peter Parker. I was in the back. Because usually you're in the back. That's yeah. the one that... So she, she picked it up, right? I picked it up. Picked up the number one spot. And I said, are you okay? Do you need me to get your therapist? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was just one leg. Okay, yeah, you're I like, I could, I could do it for, it's not too short, it's what, like a two and a half hour flight? Well, I got paid for five hours and it, I only flew maybe three. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah, and I did pre-departure. So, but, um, so. You, did you do doubles? Just shut them up? No, oh. <laughs> but I did, the first lady wanted. Uh, the drinks there and back are gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm kind of getting to that. So the first lady said, oh, I'll have a mimosa. So I bring her a mimosa and then everybody sees it. It's monkey see, monkey do. Yeah. Oh, I'll have a mimosa. I'll have a mimosa. So I use the three that's down below and then there's four on the other side. So I pull out the other four. Pretty soon I realize I'm out of champagne. So I've used all like seven of them. So I'm thinking, oh, the, the next flight's a lunch flight. They're, I mean, they're going to have a basket. Like, I only just serve little fig bars. I'm okay. like, oh, they're going to have a basket. So it, the champagne's not that important. So I didn't care. But I'm sitting there on the deadhead home, and I'm asleep. And I wake up, and the number one is leaning over me. He goes, did you really use all the champagne? <laughs> all mad at me. And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry it was gone before I knew it. And that's really the truth. I didn't realize it. It's like, all of a sudden, it's gone. I go, I'm sorry. And he's, he was mad. He didn't even speak to me. When I left, I go, Lance, I'm really sorry. He goes. <laughs> but what does he expect you to do? What, like, what would you have done different? Well, what if I had saved two? You know, you mean then, like just not poured him as full? Or if I just told people we were out. See, I'm not going to lie to a passenger and say I'm out of champagne. That's exactly, yeah, going like. I'm going to take care of my people before he takes care of his people. Yeah. So. So if you were working at back, would you have saved it? Oh, yeah. Well, we have, <laughs> well, we have separate carts. Okay. We have separate carts. So he and I have to share the same cart. Okay. But, but, but Telly's saying, but if you were working, you knew you were working the return. Like if you were going to do the turn, would you have told no. your passengers? No, see, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have changed st- anything. You still would have worked at the same okay. point. That's a good point. I came home and I sent him an A and B. So you were up bad. there just popping cork. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we we, we like, love this one. <laughs> <laughs> All seven Spraying of them. everyone. <laughs> Get your goggles out, people. <laughs> we figure I had 12 passengers. It was a 7.30, 7.20 in the morning departure. They all wanted mimosas. But if you would have done a Bloody Mary. I did one Bloody Mary. If I had started with a Bloody Mary, then everybody would have ordered a Bloody Mary. That's what yeah. Yeah. So the first person sets the tone. It really, yeah. It and just, it is really is monkey see, monkey do. Probably this time in the morning, you're like, okay, just take one. I'll take that. Yeah. Whatever she's having. Let's talk about uh, our last few guests. We want to say thank you for having us. The oh, yeah. ones in Chicago. Yeah. So what was your favorite thing about Seb? Anything stand out to you guys? I think recording it, with? the fact he was a diplomat for the United States. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I thought that was a really cool part of the story. Yeah. And that they, they took a year and a half to train him in that language. That's he's really, cool. He's really smart. Uh-huh. Well, uh, not like our normal guests. No, I mean, it, <laughs> not, not comparing. <laughs> compared to me, yes. <laughs> but he... he Hopefully everyone enjoyed his show, and we have him on again. We recorded another one. We're kind of saving maybe next week, probably. But as I feel like I even got to know him more as we kind of put it out and from his social media, he's really funny. Like I don't know if he came across as as funny as he really is. All of this, I was pointing out because I was looking through pictures. I think I told you to find use for his social media we could use and and all of his like Simpsons memes that he's used and so. But uh, but yeah, he's really funny, and I'm glad that he was able to, will, willing to sit with us and be on our show because he was a good guest. And 
he has more stories of traveling that we didn't even get into that he's even though he's only worked for three years for the airline he's traveled a lot so and just watching him even since we recorded he's been going to bunch so he was fun so. and what yeah so then we had uh nick and Brittany on for two shows so oh, i love family on standby yeah they were a lot of fun they are fun yes yeah. and fun. uh good sense of humor so they said a couple of things that i wanted to um, talk about so as i was recording and i heard and she said they we used the bassinet and i didn't even phase me because i had no idea what it was and then i was watching some of stig aviation uh-huh stigs and he showed a video maybe we'll post it for this uh share it for this and he talked about the bassinet do you know what the bassinet is Monique? yeah so i did i didn't know so explain a little bit what what a pass a bass i mean i know what a bassinet is at home but on a plane i don't know what it is it's a a little bed for the baby it's about maybe eight inches tall yeah. but it's it's long and it hooks on to there's a wall that separates premium economy from main cabin and there's two little holes in the wall and uh, it hooks into those two little wall uh, holes you just you have to push it in and then turn it because it's pretty steady and it's kept up front um, in the closet and you pull it out and uh, it's like a l- nice little bed for the baby but you have to be in that first row of main cabin um, right behind premium economy in order to use it. Okay. So do do you ever did you, they train you on that or how did you know about it? So I knew about it from reservations. Okay. Because people would call in and want it, but that's the thing is we have so few of them. Yeah. Because they are on like the wide bodies. Yeah. Only wild. Yeah. Yeah. Only. They don't. We don't have them domestically really. So we'd get requests a few times in okay. reservations, but I did get a couple a couple months ago. They were European. And they must have been able to use it coming over here because they wanted to use it going like to California, like Orange County or something. And <laughs> yeah. they were like, we need the bassinet. It was amazing. And I was like, yeah, no, they were like, we got to use it before. And I was like, yeah, you were on a huge plane. Like this guy's not that big. You're, and, they were, and I also was like, it's like an hour flight, people. Like I think you can hold your baby for an hour. The baby was big. But um, <laughs> I still was just like, these people were so mad that we, you should always have a bassinet. Okay. Well, maybe, but I mean, at the same time, these are a lot smaller aircraft. So, so if you have them as a reservation agent, if someone calls, will you put them in that row? Like guarantee, or not guarantee, but I mean, if it's open, will you put them in or do they have to pay extra for that? Or That I don't know. I don't, okay. rem- I don't remember that piece. I would think that they still would have to pay for that, those seats. If they were extra seats, because they're like yeah. a bulkhead seat. Yeah, I'm thinking they're probably like premium kind of seats. Not premium mechanic or like economy, but like... More like They're not seats, like an actual yeah. different cabin, but yeah, they're like they're kind of a preferred type of seat. But it is first come, first serve. So yeah, if you get those seats, then you can have it, but it's... Oh, cool. That's what's... Uh, I didn't realize even that was a thing. And then they said it, and then I saw the video. And so I thought, that was that's kind of neat. That I mean, they talked about taking a seven-week-old to uh, japan so yeah that'd be a, a nice thing to <laughs> somewhere to lay him down yeah for a few i, I, hours. I, I felt yeah. the baby like on a red eye when you're just like trying to stay awake because you don't want to drop the baby so if Aww. you had somewhere you could like because they strap it in yeah so they, well no there's not really what? they just sit something or uh-huh. is there's not something that covers it, it? it's it right like, in front of you i mean you're you could just reach out and okay. touch the baby but there's like turbulence all of a sudden it wouldn't like hit the ceiling yeah you probably should i don't <laughs> I think there is a strap though. Oh, I figured there probably would be something because even when I've had babies and I put them in the seat next to me, the flight attendants are always like, "Put the seatbelt on it." It's like he's sleeping, Nick. Oh. Anyways, huh? But yeah, so that, that kind of stood out to me. And then the other one, like I told you, was I thought it was funny when she said that they're Olivia. I think their oldest. Uh huh. 
she flew by herself and they're like that was great she flew fell asleep we want to do that again so i, I thought i should have asked monique right then what would you do if someone came up to you and said can you put our daughter like by strangers by not, not by us <laughs> as a gate agent how you how would you re- respond to that question i think i would have been so like what like so confused because most of the time it's the opposite like people are mad and frustrated at us for not already putting their families together yeah yeah so to like ask to be separate I think I probably would have been really confused. But I did have a family. So I do. So when I work a flight, I like to look up all the kids and make sure they are at least with one adult. Our system automatically is supposed to do it, but it doesn't always work that way. You mean non-rows or just anyone in general? Just anyone in general. So I was working a full flight the other day and I noticed there was like a dad with two kids and all of them had window seats. And so I was kind of confused. I was like, I wonder if they're traveling with the people in the middle area. If, if you know, you know what I mean? Like they're a whole big party. So that's why they don't care that they're all separate. And I was already trying to like block other seats to try to maneuver people around so I could get these guys together. So I called the dad up and I was like, so are you traveling with those people in between you? And he's like, no. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, I was like, I'm working on getting your seats together. He goes, we're not together. I said, well, no, you all have windows. He goes, well, that's fine. <laughs> what yeah i was like uh, but i was like but your kids and he's how like, old are the kids i think they were like nine and eleven okay. maybe they wanted windows is that no i don't think so i think he just didn't care like they're old enough they could watch yeah like he just kind of but he was completely fine with it and i was like so you're you're good how long was the fight him? i want to like long enough that it would be like yeah a, i want to say like it was like a boston or something like it was okay. one of our longer flights but he was completely fine with his kids sitting. Maybe they're just really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> they are at that age. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I don't care. It's not by me. Anyway, but yeah, yeah he was completely right. fine with them being. So I got to turn to my partner and I was like, well, I'm glad I didn't do all that work then to get them together because he didn't care. But it's like when you and me would travel together and they'd always like fight to get us together. And we're like, no, no, we want not to sit by each other. Yeah, we were always like, just like, give us oh, the best. We just moved everyone. Like, yeah. yeah, just get us two best seats. Because if they just see your names, they think you're married. Because yeah. I walked into the yeah. club one time with you guys, and they thought, well, of course, Monique had your baby strapped to her. <laughs> <laughs> they called you Mr. and Mrs., and I was laughing. Yeah. Yeah, that, when we, because as my regular guest, we would be listed together. So, you yeah, just crook and crook. Yeah, yeah you, so you they would be like, let's get them together. And it's like, no, no, no. Just We, we got to the point where we'd go up and say, to, don't put us together. Yeah, we just knew to go up best, and let them know. Because they would fight for us. And it's like, no, no. Thank you, but no, thank you. So I have a funny story real quick. I was boarding or I was helping yeah, with a flight and this lady had two little ones. She had like a three-year-old and then like a year and a half-year-old. And she was asking me if the three-year-old could sit in the car seat. Is that how she wanted No, she in the no, she wanted the one and a half year old to be able to sit in the car seat and then she was going to hold the three year old oh. because the one and a half year old was so big. Like he was bigger than the three year old <laughs> and she, she didn't want the, like the, the big kid to be on her lap the whole time. So she was, I was like, no, technically like the three year old has to be in the seat and then you have to hold the one and a half year old. And she was like, but he's so big. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he is a big boy. <laughs> but it was just funny because, yeah, this kid was, he was massive for a one and a half year old. It, well, during our, my flight to um, Philadelphia, we were just taking off out of Phoenix and I had a call button right on takeoff. So I go walking up, you know, up against 
the incline because we're taking off and yeah. I get up there and this guy goes i paid for with the seat i can't see anything and i look and sure enough their little triangle is above the little triangle on the side oh, wall yeah. is above his window which means that little triangle means you have a great view of the wing so it's really hard for him he couldn't see anything except the wing. It's still the window, though, right? It is still a window, technically. Okay. But he still couldn't see. Oh, because he, cause he liked the ground. Is yeah, he wanted to look out the window metal and see. Where he's straight metal. <laughs> I just saw that little triangle, and inside I'm like, ooh, triangle. Because well, there's some seats that have no windows. That's right. We have those on our planes? Uh-huh. That's we do. We, like, the 737 has like one row that there's... Just the way it's spaced out? It uh-huh. doesn't hit a window? <laughs> or there's like a... Yeah, for some reason, that's... Yeah, so it's not a... It's another thing to not like about the 737. So that was funny when she said that, that she was um, okay with her daughter. Like <laughs> she would even like look for it. No, she was not serious, but it was kind of funny, but uh, they were great guests. So hopefully everyone went and you, on social media, you go find them and watch their YouTube videos. Cause they really are funny in there. They're both um, Seb and Brittany and Nick. They were, they were great guests. They so were great. It was and, good. And, um, uh, she also said that she liked Olivia by herself. Olivia just talked to everybody and just talked to everybody's ear off and then she just passed out asleep. <laughs> so, yeah, that was fun. So Cute little girl. All right, we got a review. Do you want to? Yay, we got a review. Have you read it already? And didn't we get five stars too? Probably. I oh, it looks like five stars to me. I haven't heard this one. I'm excited. Okay, it says, not a non-rev, but I wish I was. Oh. It's a title. My cousin is a flight attendant and I love hearing... Her great travel stories, which is why I enjoy listening to the stories here. Thinking of getting an airline job just so I can get the lie flat seats. <laughs> just really flat. That's good. Yeah. This is a great podcast to hear about where I want to travel to next. And it's signed Tiff the F A want the want wannabe. Probably the wannabe. Is that your cousin? Yeah, and that is my cousin. Okay. Self disclosure. Oh, that's oh, my cousin that Tiffany. The one that I met? Yes. Oh fun. Yes. But yeah, that was nice that she left that for us. So. Yeah, it was nice. I like the five stars. Yeah. So we want to give a shout out to Kelsey. Yay, Kelsey. I love that picture Do you remember her? of you and Kelsey together. Mom. Yeah. Well, it was so funny. I feel like I'd had like a morning where I had a lot of like dumb questions at the gate. <laughs> and so I had this girl comes up and she goes, I'm going to ask a really like weird or bizarre question, something like that. And so I think I was like, hit me. Like, I was just <laughs> I'm ready like, for it. Yeah, like, let's, let's see what you got. And then she was like, are you Monique from the podcast? And then also I was like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Fame follows me. But it was kind of fun because I was, that's the first time I've been recognized at the airport for, from the podcast. But not just from like your friends that maybe listen yeah, to like, Yeah, like, but... like a stranger, like an actual, like a listener yeah. that, yeah, sometimes my coworkers recognize me. They're like, I think that's Monique over there. But no, so it was fun to have a someone that listens come over and recognize me and come say hi, so. It was kind of fun. So she was flying out just a few gates over. And when I saw who was working her flight, I was like, oh, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> it was the cane man. Oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> man. you mean you left the one you left his cane on the plane? And it yeah. Sent to Seattle. The one I sent to Seattle. Yeah, it was. He was the one working it. And he I can't believe he's still here. Yeah. yeah. He's so old and grumpy still. Yes, it was fun to meet her. And she didn't make her flight, unfortunately. Oh, but it was good for me because then she came over. We got her transferred and then. Yeah, came up, but I got to meet her too for a minute. It. Yeah, because yeah. you were I just getting off work and you were still there. So, yeah, she was really nice. And and I asked her where she where she kind of heard about it because she's from Columbus. She's a gate agent in, in Columbus, Columbus, right? Yeah. So she she said, 
I wanted to go to Monique because I knew she would know what she's doing because there's so many <laughs> yeah. new hires that she knew Monique would know. So, uh, yeah, she was really nice. And she said she found us from Next Trip. She listened to their show. And then... Well, that was nice in Next Trip. Yeah, it was nice. To send us some of, some of their listeners. So that's it. They've been really good at supporting us. Yeah, they really yeah. have. And we're lucky because we kind of got grandfathered in because if you heard Drew, was it last week? It was just last week's show. When he kind of said he's sick of people starting new podcasts. Did you hear that one? <laughs> Did you hear yeah. That? <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> so we're lucky that we, we got grandfathered in because after that he may not be so nice to us. But uh, <laughs> I, I told him that about meeting Kelsey and I said, hey, we, we met one of your listeners too because she yeah. oh, listened yeah. to them for us. And so... And he was like, thanks. He said, you need to send some of yours. And I said, hey, we're trying, so. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was really nice to meet her. Well, she told me about she told me about this app that we should look into doing. What is it called? It's called Telegram. Do you guys know that one? Oh, yeah, Telegram. You know Telegram? Yeah, uh-huh. she was saying she thinks it would be a good idea to get like a bunch of our listeners and non-revs on it and we could talk about different topics or if you need like we could do clubhouse we could do clubhouse yes yeah, so there's just you know different is ways it just you need like text or is it talking or how does it work i think you it's know? text i kind of got it but i hadn't quite got into it okay well yeah, telegram is all texting it's all texting. but if you okay. have a clubhouse you could you could say like on this day we're going to have a show and people could call in and we could all be talking yeah it's kind of fun that's what i talked to you about Maybe our next meetup would just do like a virtual one. So, and we could do that clubhouse. Kyle Chen can set us up. Yeah, we could just have this time just we're going to be on and kind of chat. And so, yeah, yeah, but it was nice to meet her. It's nice to know that people are listening. We see downloads, but Lara will sabotage people's phones and like make them download our show. So, we don't I know do. if they're actually <laughs> listening or they just getting downloads from it but but yeah it, it was really nice to meet her and it'd be fun to have her on the show sometime because even yeah. just as we were chatting it was fun to talk about the differences between working gates in a hub and working in kind of a, a field, field station because yeah. she was saying yeah like when they have the bad weather they put them up in hotels for like two nights and it becomes a bit of a slumber party kind of atmosphere they're like oh we're all in this together so you know so they'll go deal with all the crap in the day rebooking people and then they go to a hotel at night where it's safe so they're not driving home and i was like well, that sounds fun that's what that they have melissa gets that too in austin does she in yeah. austin too yes yeah, so i was like when they get those just, ice storms they'll put them in hotels and and the crews are there too the crews are getting to know them oh it's so, kind of fun yeah that is kind of fun well that's it too yeah we we're just sitting there and there was a commuter going i think to work a chicago flight or something like that and kelsey knew her because she flies in and out of columbus enough that those small stations get to know their commuters. Yeah. They get to know, I think, crew maybe a little more. And I was like, well, that's kind of fun. Like, I feel like in Phoenix, y- you start to recognize faces here and there, but you still, there's so many people that come through. Yeah. She'd be fun to have on the show. She's she's a chatter too. Yeah, she, She'd be a great guest then. She would, yeah. yeah. So if you're ever in Phoenix, let us know. I don't know what yeah, our next trip to Columbus is going to be, but... Well, she said she wanted to come to Chicago to the meetup, but, yeah, but something else happened. So that's the one person that said the fights didn't look good when we kind of said everyone's going to look good the next week, but for some reason, the Columbus to Chicago. So just yesterday, I think it was maybe two days ago from now, we saw Standby with me, who we're going to have on the show, but yeah. we don't know when because we need to get to Dallas at a time when he's not traveling. But he had kind of retweeted someone. Someone had checked an ironing board. Below, just an ironing board as check luggage. Yeah, like it was wrapped up. It looked like it was new, but an ironing <laughs> board. So he asked, and that's funny. He said, 
what crazy things have you checked or seen checked? And I think that I, I comment on it and Lara's comment. So I want Lara to tell us her story in here and then. Sure. Okay. So when I, uh, my daughter was in high school and college, she was a baton twirler for the marching band. And we always had to go to nationals up in, um, it was at Notre Dame. And you're only allowed to have so much luggage, you know, carry on luggage. And, but so we'd check her bags coming home, but checking her batons on the way over there, we would carry her batons and check luggage. But coming home, I would always check her batons so we didn't have to carry them. And we had fire batons with us one time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so we had these big, long, they come in these little cylinders that, so you could put the, while they're on fire, you can place them in the cylinder and then you put the lid on it and it extinguishes it. Okay. So we were checking those and the, the agent said to us, well, you, you don't have anything in there, do you? Like matches or anything else like that? And I'm like, no, no, we don't have anything like that. It's just the baton. Well, so we checked it and, and they look weird. They're long silver cylinders with a handle. It's just weird looking when they red tips on them. I yeah. Think. And so anyway, when we got them back, we opened it up and there was like butane lighters in there. We are like, oh no, <laughs> we had the butane lighters in there. We didn't know. I felt bad. I felt bad. I violated my own. But, but there was nothing from like TSA that said that it had been inspected or anything. No, like no, no. If they had, they would have found those PT lighters. <laughs> I'm sure they didn't pull those just to look at them. What the heck is that? Yeah. Ooh. And they smell, you know, like gasoline, kerosene. Think, too. Yeah. Uh-huh. So someone had said they checked two beach umbrellas, two folding chairs, and a cooler. And I thought that doesn't seem too crazy for what we've done. We no, we that used to do that all the time. Yeah, that's a trip yeah. to Hawaii. Because we'd go on so many times to Hawaii that we we. We bought two chairs, and then we even we went through normal bags. Like we checked two chairs, and then we, when you and me were non-revving or uh, my registered guest, especially then, we would just go camping. So we'd have like a tent, and we would take so much stuff. So yeah, that that wasn't too crazy, but that's that's like normal for us. Well, and I feel like when I was first year registered companion, the airline didn't have a limit on how many check bags employees could do. So we didn't feel bad having like six bags. I yeah. I like that. Yeah, well, because I mean, they, they didn't have to be as heavy too. Because so you know, we could do just like a cooler, and then we yeah. could do like just the tent as a bag. And now it's like we got to fit the tent in another bag if you're going to te- check a tent. Or Were something. you with? So I w- we ran into a lady that used to work. I think it was America West, and she said that she used to like fly back from Hawaii. And load up on coolers full of groceries because it was cheaper food here, and then just check them all home back to back to Hawaii. And she would do like a monthly run to Jeez. the oh, states wow. to bring food back to. That's it was, like like yeah. the Costco here is that much cheaper. Yeah, for that. So, <laughs> oh, that's funny. That is funny. But there's some interesting things that people have seen checked. I know that I commented and I said that I checked a microwave in a trash bag. It's so trashy. Because <laughs> I was, I, I didn't have, I was living, as, before I was married, I was, was a single guy living, and I needed a microwave, and our dad said, well, I'm getting rid of this one. And I said, okay, well, I want to get it home. He said, just check it. And so I said, okay. Like, he said, if he doesn't make it, it's going to throw it away anyway, so. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I wonder what they were thinking when they saw a microwave come through. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know I checked a TV, a brand new TV too, but I, I was more careful with that. I had people on both ends, like making sure they were watching it in Salt Lake and then in Phoenix. But well, that's a good idea. Yeah, but uh, yeah, some crazy things come down. Well, did I tell you about the time I was working late nights and all of a sudden we started noticing like the police were there and they were starting to like evacuate some of the concourse? 
and we were working one of the last flights out and for some they held us or anyway but it turned out they were shutting everything down because some girl had checked a <laughs> like a weed holder dispenser kind of thing that looked like a grenade and so when they came to question her about it she just kept denying she had anything in her bag because it was like because it was drug paraphernalia. yeah paraphernalia because the dingling checked and it looked like a grenade, it set off so many alarms downstairs that they started like literally shutting everything down down there as if it was a bomb. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, later on, I remember we were walking out and like the head head security guy was like, you know, just this is what was going on, just so you guys know. And we were like, oh my gosh, what a, what a dummy. But so yeah, some things do get caught. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not to be chain ladders, but. Well, what. Was that was going? Like, was it going or coming? Coming back. Okay, so you, back you didn't get there and go. What do we do with these now? Because now we know. Yeah. No. Thank goodness. What story was it you guys had on season one that about the ice chest that went back and forth between Phoenix and Honolulu? So they would the guys on the ramp would send it uh, an ice chest full of Corona beer in Phoenix. They'd send it an ice chest full of Corona beer and stuff all the way to Honolulu. The Honolulu ramp would take it, unload it, and fill it through a full Coffee. of Kona. No, Kona Brewing Company beer oh, okay. and send it back to Phoenix. And that, it kept going back and forth with everybody trading beer. I just thought that was a cool story. I think it was Noel that told us that. That sounds like a Noel story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> was that Noel? Yeah. That, back when they didn't have like rules. Like, yeah. Really, they talked about when you just show up to the gate and like put me on, they like write your name down and you're on. Like, now there's things are a little more. That's so fun though. I love that. Just because yeah. like a thank you, like, hey, good work over there. Enjoy. Yeah. So, oh, that's fun. I've seen, I think it was on TikTok or somewhere where someone checked a pool noodle. Have you guys seen that video? <laughs> no. I think someone had like a free bag on Southwest and oh, so they checked they like checked a pool it. noodle, but the airline kind of got word of it and they made like this big deal out of it and they they videoed it like downstairs, like all the employees like holding it and taking care of it and like loading it on planes. and And then I think they even ended up like checking another one as a friend for it or something like i have to see if i can find the videos out of you guys because it's kind of it's cute that they never miss a marketing opportunity trust me they are yeah. so good at that yeah it was something fun that yeah they made it whole an experience for this person with their pool noodle well that's a on this on that tweet strawberry mommy said that she's seen a um a can of beer check before like yeah someone, oh, she has. yeah <laughs> one is free there was someone else that said they had a, a broken hockey stick from like a like a, an HL team. Oh yeah. So they wrapped it up and wanted to get home, but <laughs> that's it's yeah. It's interesting to see the things we see. The, usually mine is when I see the coolers and the things like a bag of like snorkel gear. I'm always going to Hawaii, and I'm always like, oh, I want to go like now. <laughs> yeah. Well, Hawaii just stopped their mandate for oh like, yeah COVID stuff. Let's talk about that and then close it. Well, so at least in Phoenix, we had to check IDs as you boarded, make sure everyone had a government-issued ID going into Hawaii. They don't need that anymore. Well, everyone has to have a government ID to go to Hawaii, right? You don't have to. The, what do you mean? To board a plane, a government like, ID? We had to sh- they had, we had to be showing it at the gate. Okay. Do you mean the one with the star? No. like, And, and someone else was saying this was just a Phoenix thing, which it could have been. But to board, they had almost like if it was international showing a passport. Everyone over 18 had to show us like a driver's license along with their boarding card. Because the reasoning was is because they had to compare it with their COVID stuff when they landed in Hawaii. Oh. But they usually they would do the all that COVID stuff beforehand. I'm used to see the lines like in Phoenix and I did it in Chicago last year, the 
the, the pre-clear stuff. Yeah, pre-clear stuff. But yes, we said even if they had the wristband, we with the pre-clear, you they still, still had, had to show us. Interesting. But yeah, that's all done now. So from my understanding, when you, you let you still have to wife, do pre-clear. Mm-mm, you don't have to. There's none of that COVID stuff. Yes, clearance stuff for the state yeah. of Hawaii. Yeah. So let's talk about. You now we're not a news podcast, but be coming up before we do like our next just the three of us is the thing is set to expire. So what do you guys do you think that in the States they'll do away with a mask mandate that's supposed to April 18th. So a few weeks from now, do you think that's going to go away? I believe it's going to go away. Extended? I believe it's going to go away on April 18th. Well, I thought it was going to go away before because it was supposed to end in March. Oh, it was supposed to be in December last year too. And it also got, this has been f- extended a couple times, but I feel like each time they extended it, they extended it a lot further than this time. Like this time it was only extended a month. So I kind of feel yeah. like it's going away. I feel like I think by summertime we're we're done with masks for sure. So by summertime or by two weeks from now or like three? <sighs> Do you think this month is it? My heart wants to say we're done. Yeah. So soon because I'm just done policing it. I'm done telling people they have to pull their mask up, put a mask on. Well, it's, it, to me it seems crazy that we're. I mean, you think about it, it's in the airport and airplanes, but what's the difference in airplane in airport compared to like a grocery store? I mean, yeah. in an airplane, you can be sitting right next to someone, so it's kind of a, a little bit more understandable, even though I think a lot of us are probably done. But and also, you, people have the chance to wear but I'm hoping it's done, too, but I, I'm waiting to see. I think just the, the trend right now is going to be done. Like, the trend is to stop having the mandates, yeah. the masks, and the... So do you think that the... Oh, I know we have a few listeners, like Craig, outside of the country, for, for the most part. I think a lot of our listeners... Do you think that they'll do re- get rid of the test to return with they that or soon? That. I think so. With other countries kind of being done with those, I think we follow suit. Because, right, like England's... Yeah, they've re- done everything. I mean, on British Airways or Virgin, you don't have to wear a mask. Mm-mm. Yeah, so I think... But the thing with me, because we talked about... You, t- you told me I didn't realize for your wedding, because we'll be driving across the border. Yeah. You don't have to test to come back in. Nope. Not driving, yeah. But what's the difference? Like people yeah, that fly are going to be. You can only get COVID in the air. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I think the thing. I think the thing is, is my own my own opinion is because the airline are the ones that police it. If it was at the border, the border patrol would have to do it, and they say we're not doing it. We're not doing that. And so, what's going to stop them? Because the government, it's just. It's not on them. It's just they just keep putting on their lines. Well, that's what's frustrating. If I'm down working at Recheck, so like the international people that come through, yeah, half the time the officers down there aren't wearing masks, and they don't police anyone. I've never seen any of them ask someone to like pull their mask up. And I'm like, if anyone actually has authority to do it in the airport, it would be the Customs and Border people because they're actual federal people, right? So, yeah. And if they're not even not federal even, law enforcement, yeah, if they're not doing it, then yeah, like what the heck? So, I just, I personally think they're not going to drop the mask mandate till they drop the test return. And oh, you think they're tied together? They're going to. They be. were in England. Okay. Once they dropped the all the restrictions, and the mask went away. They did that first. It seemed like from what I saw. Hmm. So I feel like that's why I'm kind of thinking. I don't know if the mask is going to go away if they're just going to keep making us test. But I know there's a, there's still a lot of people that aren't traveling international because of that. Well, starting today, we started back with full service. Before this, like even on a long flight from like Phoenix to Philadelphia, we were only supposed to do one beverage service. Mm -hmm. We went through and did water, 
And if I could talk people into it, we actually did a whole nother beverage service, but we were supposed to only do one. Does that mean alcohol's coming back to the back too or no? Yes, but not until the masks are gone. But right now we're going to go back to more than one beverage service. So that we're not going to do alcohol until the masks are gone. Only in main but, cabin. If see, you're up in first class, there's no COVID. You can you can have a cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> you can have three mimosas yeah. if you're on Mars <laughs> Three <flight>. mimosas, yeah. <laughs> I'll just use all my champagne on you. <laughs> you need to start calling the caterers to bring in extras if they know you're working up front. <laughs> well, the gate agents will love that. <laughs> Imagine just writing that in like, like our notes. Flight attendant asks for more champagne because it's going to be popping there. She's going to be popping. <laughs> she got seven. She wants 14. <laughs> now, I think for three of us, we hope it's done. And if yeah. people want to still wear a mask, that's definitely up to them. But we'll see. All right, so hopefully when we record again, like just three of us, we can say. We're done. Yeah, it's done. Yay. Yeah, that'll be nice. So hopefully we're done, but we'll see. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for all of our listeners. It's, it's nice to meet our listeners. Thank you for, for the feedback we get. Um, it really means a lot to us. It's nice to hear that people are enjoying the shows and they look forward to the shows. And it's fun to do, though. It's just fun to hear places that there's still so many places now that I want to go. I think I mentioned recently that I've got a couple things this year for 10 year anniversary and, and a birthday. And so, a big uh, birthday. So it's just like, where are we going to go? Like, there's so many places I want to go, but like, we have to choose two. But, but, uh, but it's fun to hear everyone's stories and places they've been. And we have some fun people coming up too. We've started to line up a few more guests coming up this next month. So, so thank you for listening and, and hopefully you can go keep going with some, give some fun stories. So, yeah, thanks everyone for listening. And it is fun to hear the feedback and it was fun to meet Kelsey to have someone to recognize us. So, people like that. So yeah, write us. We, you can reach us on Instagram and Twitter and then our email. So just at non-rev-lounge podcast at Gmail. Yeah. Or is it non-rev-lounge? Non-rev-podcast. Yeah, non-rev-lounge podcast at Gmail. Yeah. And so we'll keep putting stuff out. I know we haven't got as much stuff out on social media this last week. It's just been busy. But uh, follow us. And we, I enjoy seeing where people, when you follow us, I try to follow you back. If, and if we don't, like, comment so we know that it's, you're not just a bot. Unfortunately, we, but uh, it's fun for me to see where people travel to. And that's where I get, we get our ideas of who we should have on the show is, you know, we saw where Seb was going. We saw standby, standby, not standby, where they're going. And Jake's on plane. And He's Jake, yeah, Iceland, Iceland right now. Right now. Yeah, his pictures look real cool. Yeah, just, so it, yeah. it's fun to see where you guys are going and be jealous with you. And, and, and so reach out to us and follow us. And, and so thank you. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you. All right. Bye.